0: Welcome, folks, to episode 33 Three. of the Ministry <laughs> of Dice podcast. We're a UK-based podcast talking all things dice masters in the United Kingdom. I'm Chris, otherwise known online as Rip Moranis, and with me today I have Andy, <laughs> uh,
1: Andy, aka a- a- uh, Kevin McAllister.
0: <laughs> I didn't tell him I was going to do that. <laughs> So here's a funny story for the listeners getting straight into it on Facebook the other day the the price of celebrity internet fame <laughs> somebody popped one of those what are they called those weird little pictures with the where they type the message in it that people seem to be doing now
1: Me- what memes
0: is it a meme and it, in any, anyway, whatever it's called. Oh, no, no, it's just, it's just a comment. They just put a coloured background on it. Put like, yeah, and they said, uh, so, true Mr. Six. And then was just asking for some clarification of a thing about the Korean Invasion pack or something. So there was a bit of confusion. We thought that it was addressed to me, the true Mr. Six, didn't we? That was. We, we did. did. We did. And so we just flew into usual, irreverent, knob-edded... <laughs> 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 ministry of dice mode making stupid jokes uh and a couple of guys out there a few of you listeners who, who were in on the jokes that we were making got involved w- what we soon realized though was that the two guys posting on facebook weren't addressing me as the true mr six they uh, somehow happened across uh the fake card i'd made that's on the blog, the True Mr. Six card that says it gives plus six plus six and all the keywords to (laughs) Vixen. And we're asking for a rules clarification on my random fake card. It, It was the weirdest thing in the world ever. So yeah apologies to I forget their names now was it James and Rick the the two individuals who were clearly not listeners and didn't understand some of the in-joke banter that was going on amongst us and some of the other listeners. <laughs> I think we cleared yeah. it up I think we cleared it up with him in the end but it was a very unusual experience for a few minutes there online. Just goes just goes to show the internet's a strange place. <laughs> I
1: had to backtrack because I said that you were actually rick moranis and you went by <laughs> yeah. True mr six as your alter ego because you're shy of of your 80s movie fame <laughs> yeah. and um i wasn't really expecting someone to believe me but but they did and i had to backtrack pretty fast to stop myself from looking like a a knobhead as you put it mm. yeah why well, not to i think i've probably failed but um, no. go. Well, we hope
0: that, Rick and James, that you didn't take any offence. It was absolutely non-intended. You, you clearly, you don't listen to it, so you may never <laughs> hear this apology. <laughs> they don't you know? hear it. Yeah, they don't listen. Yeah. But it was, it was quite... Once we'd had that moment's realisation that somebody was looking at the text on the fake made-up card that's on the <laughs> Brit Roller 6 blog, it was like, oh, they're actually... It's not addressed to me as true, Mr. Six. You're quoting the title of the fake card. It was... It was um, yeah... It was an unusual experience. So there's a thing that happened to the Ministry of Dice this last two weeks. Yeah. Otherwise though, mate, are you alright?
1: Yeah, I'm very well, thank you. Yeah. Very well. Are you Good. all
0: right? Yes, I'm okay, thanks, my man. I'm okay. So in your in your world of gaming, what have you been up to this since we
1: last recorded? I got a little bit in there there. We we played a couple of games mm-hmm. of did we did modern, didn't we, to get you prepped up ready for what I'm sure you'll be talking about in a minute. Uh, which was fun. Realised that I'm a little bit out of sync with, with Modern. Slipped a little bit into Golden Escalation and the reliance on some of the older, better cards. And um, going back to Modern, a bit rubbish, um, <laughs> <laughs> to put it mildly. So so that was a bit of an eye-opener. That was quite fun. Um, I met up with a gaming group this past Friday. I was a little bit late to get involved in the gaming though. I have since enrolled in it's a game called uh shadow of brimstone which is quite a cool kind of board game rpg style dungeon crawler which uh, they have had going for a while and i've entered in as as a bandido which has got lots of dynamite that I can throw around so quite looking forward to uh, meeting up with them next time and getting involved in that that's quite exciting it's very um i don't know if you've played it but uh, mansions of madness it's very similar to that but with lots of cards instead of an app
0: right right fair enough yeah very good sounds good yeah
1: getting there yeah, so cool kind of, yeah hang <laughs> out with them and some and new them. gaming friends i know which is very exciting. So, yeah, very exciting for realsies
0: real life friends
1: real people i know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> or are they or am i just making it all up uh <laughs> yes that was quite cool uh, other than that not really that much at all been mm-hmm. a bit boring i'm home alone these next few days it's my Kevin McAllister reference because the family on half term have gone off on holiday. Yeah. uh, So I can be super loud in the Mm. house and no one will care. Is the dog with you? Oh, yeah. Dog's asleep in the lounge. So the dog might care. Dog's louder than me. Fair enough. How about you? Yes. Okay. Well, so
0: I've not played anything outside of Dice Masters this last two weeks. So, usual get together down at Element Games. We played Modern at. Uh, the week before last get together and then last night we played single affiliation Uh, and then over the weekend i was a fanboy three in manchester where we had a modern event and that's what i was practicing for that you just referenced there so for the modern i was playing a bit of a um an x-men themed kind of thing built around the sidekick jubilee and the global ping boom boom was what i was playing so uh sorry cheesy yeah it is pretty cheesy although not cheesy enough apparently so uh, and then i had a pivot point in there using the blackbird action that makes x-men characters unblockable so i had the wolverine the promo wolverine that discounts fielding costs used a bit of mimic ramp with pxg and jubilee so that kind of sidekick cycling thing was going on just pinging away pinging away pinging away and then hopefully the idea was to pull a blackbird out just when my opponent couldn't afford to pay for it and you know or, or put them in a position where they were saving energy every turn. So it wasn't too bad. We played four rounds, I went two wins, two losses. So dead centre there, which is fine. I saw some great combos, a lot of people playing around with the new Avengers Infinity, Cree Invasion, Justice Light Lightning cards, which was also nice to see. A lot of Cree Captain, very popular card. I saw a lot of Cree Captain actually. Um both for the global and the one that gets pumped up by other villains. A lot of stuff going on in that base there, yeah. Uh, One combo, my man Paul, Paul Fullwood, one combo that stood out to me that I'm going to take a, a closer look at myself. So throwing Brick Ramp's a thing, but Paul paired up his throwing Brick Ramp with the Boom Boom that deals two damage when an action is used. Right. So he was throwing Brick in his Boom Boom obviously prepping the throne brick and a, and a dice out of his bag, but then also dealing two damage. And that, that happened very fast. You know, boom booms are two cost, thrown bricks are two cost. So got them out in the field. So by the time he'd got his actual win con together, which was, what was his win con? Oh, Danger Room and Cree Captain. Was what it was, you know, turning mm. everything into a villain, and making him massive. Um, he'd already softened me up quite a bit with with that early ping that I just wasn't ready ready for. But yeah, lots of lots of the new stuff being played, which was which was fun. Yeah, uh, and then uh, for the single affiliation, I tried out some of the new Guardians of the Galaxy stuff again from the Kree invasion and Avengers Infinity Box, which was nice to experiment and play around with. Although I haven't quite found my rhythm with it yet. So yeah, that's that's me. We wah wee wah yeah that's me yeah i like the uh, one one particularly fun card in my guardians team there's a rocket raccoon that gets plus one plus one for every other attacking guardians dice then there's a cosmo space dog that gives plus one defense to all of the guardians then there's a drax that gives plus one plus one to all your other guardians so at a certain point my rocket raccoons were enormous <laughs> just <laughs> horrifying uh, the, the issue was in, in single affiliation I didn't really have anything to drive them through so I was just kind of smashing against my opponent's walls all the time also I play with a lot of spammy cheesy guys apparently who just even in a fun single affiliation night like to come down with the tune lists Steve Clegg. <laughs> Steve Clegg. <Clank. laughs> <laughs> who went with the Avengers you know the um, Wasp a tuning Wasp an Avengers yeah. ID card, which was really spammy
1: and annoying. Little known fact for the listeners, that Steve Clegg is actually a Somalian pirate, and that's why he gets his hands on all the cards first.
0: Yes, that's right. He goes out off the coast on his skiff, raids the shipping containers, gets the captain and his crew to open
1: them all up and takes, you know, two boxes of... <laughs> <laughs> <out>. <laughs> I'll have two team packs of that. I'll have two team packs of that couple of them dodgy bears versus babies and i'll be back on the plane thank
0: you very much <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah absolutely steve clegg i've not forgiven you i've not forgiven you mate <laughs> i was salty as i was like i've so lost interest in this game right now i'm just watching you spam me <laughs> 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 so uh yeah there you go there's my, there's my gaming life oh uh, i'll tell you what we do need to do we need to do the who are you this week oh cool. right theme tune yeah, drop it in now. Who
2: are you? Who are you?
0: Who are you? So any any new listeners out there, we like to take a look at our stats, that, uh, our podcast stats that show us where our listeners are, Pit one out and see if anyone comes out the woodwork to get a shout out from us on the podcast. Last week we called out for, uh, it was a UK-based location. Uh, where was it again, mate? It was... hello. Yeah, Harlow in the UK. And this week, we, we're sad to report, is a... Who are you? Fail. <coughs> yes, that's right. Nobody came out the woodwork from Harlow to say hello. Anyway, onwards and upwards, though. This week, um, because we it's Halloween week, we've had a look through the stats and, and chosen a location that we feel fits nicely into a bit of a Halloween theme this week. So if you are one of our listeners in Salem, United States one of Arthur Miller's favourite locations, of course. Then drop us a line, go on the BritRoller6.com website, hit the Contact Us button, find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash The Ministry of Dice. Uh, you can tweet me at Mr 6 How else can they get in touch? They can comment on our brand new
1: youtube
0: channel oh yes that's right yeah we're now putting the podcast out on youtube also so go ahead and put a com- comment in there but come and uh, come and let, let us know who you are and we'll give you a shout out and a hello on our next episode
1: yeah it's very exciting
0: yeah i mean if, say. You, if you've got the time you might be a bit busy burning witches this week
1: yeah that's true or being burnt
0: yeah yeah you know depending on your predilections like yeah. um <laughs>
1: predilection nice word
0: yeah once again though have i used that right <laughs> It doesn't matter. No one knows what it means anyway. <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> well, yeah. If you're not burning witches or getting
1: burnt, whatever that's... predilection that may be.
0: Yeah. Then give us a shout and we'll we'll give you a hello on the next episode. Yeah, absolutely. So listeners in Salem, let's let's hear from you. Absolutely. Okay, cool. Lesda, who are you? Uh, I don't think there's much else to talk about here. So should we get into the content of the episode? Let's talk about our YouTube channel all right yeah we've got a youtube channel now
1: we have if you want to like our videos or subscribe to our channel then you can do that i've always wanted to say that
0: okay yeah sure uh, well at the moment it, we're just using it as an alternative platform for putting the podcast content out so keep if we're aware that some people aren't Necessarily able to listen to audio, but perhaps in the home, you know, with YouTube apps and whatnot on their smart TVs, might want to put it on in the background. That way, it's it's a direct replication of what's going out on the podcast feed, but just available for YouTube to uh, see if we can't open it up to uh, some new. Well, I suppose you say viewers on YouTube, but
1: it's listeners, really, isn't it? Yeah, because it is just the logo. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> there's no. There's no footage is that that's the right word, isn't it? That is that is the right is, word
0: in this instance
1: Yeah. no footage just ordage.
0: yeah absolutely but spread the word if you know someone who's not into podcasts but might still want to listen and uses YouTube as much as a radio as they do a source of video content then let them know and get them across and what you can use it as another method of contacting us also yeah cool cool right okay now let's talk about the episode because this is one hell of an episode
1: Oh, it's
0: a cool this is a belter we've, we've 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 kept this under wraps for a while we have our next competitor on the ministry of dice the bar and you really want to hang around for this one because this this competitor has got a lot of really interesting things to say about dice masters in the kind of preamble interview stick around for that that's uh, i can't i don't i don't even know what to say but wait until you get to it it's it's a tr- it's a tremendous segment A great guest and a great competitor on the bar and with some really interesting little nuggets of information about some upcoming releases that you might be interested (laughs) to hear. Yeah, absolutely. So stick around for that. We've got a community focus coming up just after we finish this intro. We're just going to talk about an event that we're supporting in the UK. It's time for the next Ministry of Dice Presents Dice Masters event. So we'll put a bit of info out there, certainly for our UK crowd to try and drum up some players. And then, as I say, it's Halloween week, so we've got a little bit of a Halloween-themed treat at the back end of the episode, and that'll take us to the close. Um, So I don't Is that it? Anything more for anything more? I think that's it, mate. That's it, yeah. Let's get on with the show. This is London calling. Here is the news. Yes, folks, it's community-focused time. It's time for the news, and the big heads-up that we would like to give in this episode is the upcoming Gaming vs. Cancer event taking place at Southampton University on the 10th of November. So, Gaming vs. Cancer, just to give those a bit of context, that we some might recall we talked about last year's Gaming vs. Cancer event because the WKO was taking place there. This is a charitable event where gamers from all over the country descend on Southampton, where a variety of tournaments for lots of different games are taking place and all the ticket entry fees go to Cancer research charity that they're supporting. So it, not only is it a great sociable event and an opportunity to get together and play some awesome games, including Dice Masters, but it's also for a great cause. And they, you know, over the last couple of years they've been running it, they, they've raised you know in tens of thousands of pounds, which uh, I think is a tremendous achievement. Well done, Gaming Versus Cancer. But this year it's got a little bit of a different flavour because the Dice Masters event is not only a Gaming Versus Cancer casual tournament, it's being sponsored by the Ministry of Dice and will be the Southern Ministry of Dice presents Dice Masters event.
1: Ooh. Exciting. exciting. How exciting.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So for anyone listening who's not aware, we have stepped into the realms of organizing events on our little island we like to feel that we bring a little bit of a different flavor to to those events the first thing to point out is that it's going to be swiss only we'll be playing six rounds of swiss and, and there's some thinking behind that in there Randy?
1: yes yeah the idea is that everyone gets to play all day uh, so there's no top cuts there's no Oh, I get to play a few games, then get knocked out. You get a full day's worth of gaming, regardless if you come first or if you come last. Yep. There's no people disappearing off before the end. So, you know, the person who wins it has like two people and a dog to, to cheer them on. Uh, so everyone will still be there because everyone wants to wait for their prizes. Yeah, which I'll talk about in a moment um but yeah it's it's a full day's game and it's it's, it's not something that's going to kind of end at lunchtime for you if you come to play you'll get full six rounds so that's what 18 games maximum so you're going to get a hell of a lot of gaming in lots of dice masters and hopefully lots of fun
0: yeah absolutely let's talk about that prizing then Uh, the ministry of dice presents events prizing is organized in a slightly different way as well We have a first prize, a second prize, a fellowship prize, and a last place commiseration prize. Those are highly sought after coveted items, my side as well. Uh, However, what we also do is we run the True Mr. Six mystery prize raffle. Ooh, that's uh, that's two excited oohs in this bit. Yeah, Yeah. so what I like to do is I like to get together some merchandise and some Dice Masters related um, bling, get it in my mystery prize box, and pop a raffle ticket on it all and then every game one on the day earns you a raffle ticket so that you can have a rummage in my box and take one of my mystery prizes rummage in your box <laughs> yeah everybody loves a rummage in true mr six's box so uh, the thinking behind that is you could be having a pretty bad day yeah you're not winning many games but do you know what just winning a couple still means that you've got the opportunity to walk away with a little bit of swag so on top of the fact that we've got a full day's play and you're going to get loads and loads of games of Dice Masters in and have a lot of fun hanging out with a great community of people, supporting a great cause but there'll be some awesome swag to take away the swag this time round is also being bolstered by some donations some prize donations that have been given to us from various sources as well so the standard set of stuff in there we've got some Ministry of Dice themed Dice Masters merchandise there's playmats there's dice bags there's zen bins we've got classic 1980s superhero cartoon DVDs we've got graphic novels we've got loads of superhero D&D turtles related kind of Ephemera in the box, but it's also being bolstered by some some great additions. And, and we're, I think we can mention the first couple of contributors. Maybe. I know a few people aren't ready to, to be announced yet, but Element Games, my local store, for example, they've been kind enough to donate some Dice Masters boosters. They've given me a gift voucher for a, a £10 gift voucher for their web, web store, some team packs and stuff to chuck into the raffle, which I think are tremendous prizes. The guys over at Dice Mayhem, as well as some of my locals over at uh, Element Games have contributed and donated some <laughs> very hard-to-find promo cards, actually. There's some belters in this bundle here. We ourselves have put some stuff in, so you might have seen some of the Ministry of Dice-themed basic action cards and and dice and counters and whatnot uh, in there. Uh, Our friend Zach from Dice Masters with James and Zach has contributed some of his... uh, What's the name? Easy Laserworks, I think, is his his Etsy store, and he's contributed some of his laser-cut... Uh, accessories, Dice Masters bling to so that, and our friend Darren over at DZ Dungeon has contributed some Ministry of Dice mod pods to the prize oh, pool as well. Limited edition ones as well. Yeah, limited edition, yeah. So in colours that uh, made in colours that aren't available in the shop, with symbols that aren't available in the shop as well. So already quite a prestigious prize pool with loads of useful stuff, not, not just any old tap. <laughs> <laughs> That's not to say yeah, pre- we- previous Ministry of Dice presents events have been tap prizes. Hey yeah lots to play for and trust me folks uh, while we're not quite ready to announce just yet there are also some other tremendous prizes on the way that are being contributed by some very generous folk from various stores and institutions around the country oh and also a special thanks to our man matt jordain over at dm north as well
1: yes yeah absolutely so that's for the prize mat prize mat prize play mat
0: yeah I don't, that's one of the ones we weren't supposed to mention yet <laughs>
1: Okay. Why are we saying thank you to Matt? Well, because of the basic action cards. Oh yeah, he helped us to, to make them fit properly on the thing. Ignore hot, me. I didn't hot, mention. Hot the dog. Disclaimer. Hot dog. <laughs> Shh. <laughs> we're we're throwing something into the prize pool as well, aren't we? We are giving one lucky individual the opportunity of a lifetime.
0: Oh, you mean the? You must be talking about the superhero Blu-rays that I went to the shop for the other day. No,
1: no, something more exciting than that. We are giving one person the honour, nay the privilege, of being a contender on the bar. Did we say the bar
0: or did we say they were going to be in a quiz off against me?
1: Hey, do you know what? Whoever wins it, their their choice. choice. I mean, that's probably the most prestigious
0: prize of them all, really, to be fair. I know. And you and and I know what some of the other
1: prizes that are coming as well. I know yeah yeah there's some good stuff coming we don't want to kind of let you know yet I think it's best until they're safely with us before we get anyone too excited we don't want to prematurely do something yeah
0: pop our load and then not be able to
1: follow through yeah that's what I was good I was like I can't say those kind of words and then you just went and said them anyway why can't you say them (laughs) because it's innuendo there's
0: no innuendo to that. This is serious, man. This is for charity. For charity, mate.
1: Yeah, this is this is serious. It's nearly swore. Let's move on. What? I'm struggling with words. A
0: serious shizzle.
1: <laughs> <laughs> exactly,
0: Minnesota. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, so uh, if you're an international listener, uh, clearly it'll be a challenge for you to get across to Southampton. Do it anyway, although, although, of course, on, you're more anyway. than welcome. Yeah, the university's not very far from Southampton Airport. You're more than welcome to come along, of course, if you want to come along. But we are putting a call out there. One of the things in the UK that is often a challenge for us is promo cards. You know, Not, not all promos make their way over to this country. We're particularly interested in the sidekick event you know the psychic uh, training night the um oh, what was the name of the promo card now the one that Boosted. Oh yeah, we didn't.
1: I didn't think we got any of them. We didn't did see we? any
0: of those in the United Kingdom yet. We're, we're also very thin on the ground on stuff like Exiles, the Brotherhood of Evil Mutants. Um, the, pro, from about the Deadpool family set, things have been a bit thin on the ground over here in the UK. So if you've got any odds and sod spares, promos knocking around, drop me a PM if you need some help with the postage costs because I know it can be quite expensive over there. Then give me a shout. Please do give us a shout ASAP if you're able to, to pop something in there. We also didn't see a lot of the D and D promos particularly the draft the draft ones so there's not draft, no, was
1: that
0: yes that's right my man so not many of those over here on these shores they, they would just really help out they're very prestigious they will help us attract some more players come along who might be wavering on the fence so you can help out that way we're also accepting cash donations if you want to just chuck something in i'll pop the link on the on the britroller6.com blog to the donation page over at eventbrite.co.uk so yeah if you're in a position to help out you've got an abundance of spares particularly those harder to find promos that we didn't see a lot of over this side of the water then please do jump in and help out and you'll get a thank you and a mention on the podcast which I'm sure is worth it.
1: Definitely and if you are going you get the opportunity you may well get to play against either myself or Chris or both of us Uh,
0: yeah absolutely you'll beat one of us and get beaten by the other.
1: Oh but which way round would that be? Yeah, come along and find out. <laughs> Charlotte will be to in like she has the last couple of years. Yeah, hi Charlotte. Awesome. Yeah, uh, absolutely. Freeze us up to, to play. It's golden escalation. Not sure if we mentioned that. It's global um, escalation. It Do you know what golden escalation?
0: Yeah, I've noticed you doing that a lot lately. You keep saying golden escalation. That's what it is, isn't it? No, it's called global escalation.
1: Oh, is it? Yeah. Go, sorry, golden escalation makes more sense. Yeah,
0: I know because it's because it's golden card pool, isn't it? I get I get why I get what's going on in your head around that.
1: But I was wrong. Global yeah. escalation. Mm. Uh, so that's that's cool. So if Central European nats passed you by, even you wanted to have a go at that at a competitive level, then we'll certainly be uh, competing at uh, at Game <laughs> versus vs Cancer. <laughs>
0: Yeah, absolutely. So, 10th of November, University of Southampton. Information can be found on the UK Dice Masters page, or if you go over to the Ministry of Dice page, you'll see I've been posting uh, over there. Or you can go to eventbrite.co.uk and if you search for Gaming Versus Cancer, you'll see all the events that's taking place. I mean, even if Dice Masters isn't what you want to play, come along and, I don't know, play Netrunner or get involved in the pandemic thing, because it's, it's a great cause anyway. Although, obviously, the prize is better for the MOD PDM. Hey, yeah. roll, rolling off the tongue. To see how quickly
1: I did that. MODPDM? M-O-D-O is better. M-O-D-O. Yeah, what's the O stand for, though? Open. It's like a play on words. like WizKids Open. Oh, I see what you're doing Ministry there. Ministry of Dice Open. Yeah. I see what you're doing there.
0: All right, we'll discuss that one off there and see where... See where we come down. Um, So, uh, yeah, come along. We've had uh, a North of England event, we've had a Central England event, and now it's time for one in the South. And and what a great cause for it to be contributing to, too. So, we'd love to see you. Get your hotel booked, arrange your travel, and come play some Dice Masters with us on the 10th of November. See you there. Yes, welcome back, dear listener. And once again, have we got a treat for you? I know we only just had guest appearance on our last episode with a bar quiz, but we've got one today because we just couldn't wait to get this out there. The legend of his flowing locks have reached us even on these very shores. We've got WizKids' own Jimmy Darwin O'Brien, product manager and Lord and Master of All Things Dice Masters.
2: Glad, glad to be here, guys. Thank you for the uh, flattering intro. <laughs>
0: Yeah, see, what the listeners don't know is we've just had what we call our pre-production conversation, otherwise known as a chat before we start recording. Uh, And Jimmy said, oh, no, no, go all humble. Just call me the product manager. And I did it to him anyway. (laughs) All all things Dice Masters. Because, Jimmy, you may not know this, but as far as I'm concerned, you are somewhat of a legend in this community.
2: Well, thank you. But, uh, you know, I I couldn't do it without... The rest of the team, people doing graphic design, Mike and Ellie, uh, Mike, Ellie, and Eric Lang doing the cards. So it's, I'm just the glue guy, right?
0: L- listen to that, the consummate professional. Well, Jimmy, me, me and Andy are super excited to have you on. Thank you so very much for coming and joining us today. Uh, where, uh, remind me, uh, you're out on the east coast. What's the weather like out there for you at the minute?
2: Uh, it's it's been chilly the last few days, but it, before that, it was like 80 degrees because the weather here can't really make up its mind. So. Who knows what yeah. it's going to be by the weekend?
0: <laughs> yeah, it's been it's been random the world over right now. It's like that crowded house song, four seasons in one day. Yeah, um, it's insane. It's absolutely insane. Well, you know, get the walls out and you'll be ready because East Coast gets cold,
2: doesn't it? Yeah, yeah, we we get snow, we get ice, um, mm. we get just not going to the office some days when it gets real bad. So there's there's some somewhat of an upside here and there.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So going back to my point about you being a bit of a community legend, so the US players who attend events will will know you as a, as a name and a face because you, you often run the community, um, uh, I don't know what you call it, I forget the name, community relations presentations, don't you? Oh, the, the
2: fan appreciation event at Origins, fan yeah, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's the phrase. So so we often hear about you. You're like this mysterious figure who turns up with, with PowerPoint presentations of amazing spoilers <laughs> <laughs> and answers, answers everyone's questions. The amazing You're like, spoiler,
2: <laughs> man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
0: Um, but it's great to really, to put a, a voice to the name and get a conversation with you today. We, we've got a few questions to ask, and we'll get into some really serious Dice Masters business in a second. But to to get to the most important question, we met a couple of colleagues of yours, Jimmy, at the UK Games Expo, Chris and Kenny. Mm-hmm. And in our conversation with Chris, we pitched a bit of an idea. We fielded a bit of an idea about a Ministry of Dice team pack product, which Chris was seemed very excited about and was very encouraging of, and said, "You know, Sound, that's the thing. Sounds we,
2: like Chris, yeah.
0: Yeah, that's the thing we can do." He said, "Yeah, absolutely." He felt like there'd be a lot of interest worldwide in in a Ministry of Dice team pack, and uh, you know, there's not much happening with that. I just wanted to sort of touch base. What are your thoughts on the MOD team pack?
2: I mean, as as dice masters players are often aware, there are delays or something that we can experience, and uh, <laughs> the Ministry of Dice Team Back is no different, right? Uh, sometimes the licensor gets in the way. Sometimes there's there's trouble in China. You just who who knows what it could, what could be keeping this held up for right now? So. Oh.
0: Well, you know, so so we're here, me and Andy are here. Like, I'll just I'll just reoffer if you need any help with the design of those cards or, you know, any images. I can send you some my mum's got some old pictures of me as a kid that she thought you guys might like to use.
2: Are those the better pictures of you, the, the kid pics?
0: All pictures <laughs> of me. Pictures, Jimmy.
2: Okay.
0: I'm cool. extremely photogenic. I mean I mean Good. not as photogenic as yourself, of course actually talking of pictures one thing you may not be able to answer this and uh, by all means take a pass if you are unable to answer it. but one thing me and andy we were talking about the wwe license that you guys mm-hmm. secured and were, were promoting a couple of months back one thing we were curious about is there an intention to do artwork or are you guys going to be using photograph images on those cards do you know that yet
2: um so it's one of those things that we have a plan, and when we send things into the license, things might get better, they might change, and so I, I don't want to do a confirmation on that yet. I think once people get to see the previews of the cards for the first time is when the the best time to know that's what it's really going to look like.
0: Fair play, Governor. Fair play. I'd yeah. I'd... Glad you were that one, for sure. Uh, But yeah, we were speculating about it in the episode, weren't we? Are you you a WWE fan yourself, Jimmy?
2: Uh, Yeah, I I actually watched it a lot as a kid. And then uh, when I was a little bit older, there was a card game, Raw Deal. I don't know if you guys uh, have ever heard about that. But I was a faithful Raw Deal player with uh, a lot of people at my local store. And so then uh, years later here, I met WizKids. And Zev, who's actually in charge of our board games, was somebody who had worked on Raw Deal. And uh, Justin, when, uh, when we were having dinner at Origins one time, is super excited to kind of make this introduction, and so like we can reminisce about it. But like the memories that you have as a player of a game, and the, the in-depth, gritty card knowledge versus the person who worked on that alongside a dozen other projects, are totally different. And Zev <laughs> was like so guilty, like, oh, well... I don't I don't quite remember it that well. I'm so sorry. It's like, no, like, I get it. It happens, right? Like, I don't have every Dice Masters card memorized. Like, I get it. But uh, yeah, no. So big, big wrestling fan. WWE was actually kind enough to hook us up with uh, some tickets to go see SummerSlam. Wow. And so I got to go see that with one of my co-workers in Brooklyn. And that was that was a fun show.
0: Excellent. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's, uh, there's a lot of excitement. We, we've got some uh, guys over here in the UK, big WWE fans who've been all over Facebook getting it, squeeing excitedly about the upcoming product. But of course, that's not the only piece of upcoming product to get excited about, is it?
2: No, it's not. So um, we Warhammer Dice Masters is coming out soon. And I think it's really interesting. There's a lot of combat tricks going on. And so part of what people enjoyed about draft play as far as Picking the cards with the, the right tricks and stuff like that gets replicated in the box set, which is nice. Uh, it's a mix of characters. We've never seen a Dice Masters before, which is nice. Yeah. I'm eager to see what kind of new faces are showing up to play at game stores that you know they want to try it out because it's Warhammer. And maybe, maybe that's all there is for them. Maybe they get into the competitive play like you guys and the people that I end up meeting at Origins are. Um maybe it just does something to make brand new local communities. Like it's gonna be really interesting to see how it plays out. But then I think most of those cards have been spoiled at this point, right? Like you guys probably track online what's <laughs> what's known and what's not, right?
0: Yes, we absolutely do. So our friends at the Dice Coalition and Steve over at the DM Armada YouTube channel. Uh, I suppose I'm saying this more for the listeners than f- than for yourself, Jimmy. Um, those guys have got lots of content in relation to the Warhammer 40k box set. so make sure you get over to there, tell them we sent you, and and check out what they've got going on. Uh, but we're we're especially excited about 40k over here.
2: Um, yeah, it's local.
0: Yeah, absolutely. We feel a, a little bit of a sense of uh, I, I don't know a bit of rule Britannia ownership over this one, you know. Mm-hmm. And certainly, uh, as you just mentioned, I've been talking it up because my FLGS has a big Games Workshop fan base, they play a lot of the Games Workshop games in store, it's not unusual actually on our regular Tuesday night when we're playing Dice Masters to have the Blood Bowl guys just kind of off to the left of us where in the rows of tables and so I'm certain it's going to generate a lot of interest. You're a massive 40k fan aren't you Andy? Uh,
1: yeah I mean I've, that was what got me into gaming, I started as a as a small kid kind of got into the, because there's a games workshop store in, in most towns and cities over here so we've have you know one pretty much wherever you go on holiday or in your local town and uh, i've collected and painted since kind of nine ten years old uh, and so that the matchup between the two is is phenomenal We're Really looking forward to it and as chris said like there's players of, of warhammer 40k probably the majority of gamers either started off doing it or predominantly do that as their hobby so it's it's got the potential to really draw in a lot of a lot of gamers uh, into playing dice masters and i've been to a few local game stores and they're really looking forward to getting it in and and playing it so yeah really excited really really excited
2: yeah and and like i i don't know if this is obvious or inside baseball or what but when you kind of look at the abilities that are in the warhammer set as far as like range for example or the the frag stuff It kind of opens the mind a little bit for newer players that they get to see, aha, like when I have something that gets to eliminate blockers or I have something that gets to eliminate attackers, that's really good. And so then as they kind of expand their collection and they start getting into other things, it's kind of obvious to them at first glance, wow, Magic Missile is really good. And I could probably use it in one of these two different ways. And so I think that cards like that are exciting because sure it might not be the first card some new player picks out of the box and plays their first demo game with but they're not gonna go too long without giving it a test run and it it kind of helps them expand their universe so that's i think that's one of the nice things about the box set there's probably other good examples of that in starter product that's come out before but that's not the the freshest thing in my head because we put out a lot of stuff.
0: Yeah, sure. Well, the, the best example I can think of is competitive players immediately cottoned onto the power of Shriek in the Maximum Carnage team pack.
2: Oh, yeah, uh, yeah, exactly. And I think when people kind of look at it, it's funny that um, Shriek Dark Empathy is kind of almost a red herring because people had memory of, wow, wasn't Prismatic Spray super good? That people slam down Prismatic Spray and just push and get a win a lot of the time. And then here we have Prismatic sprana Body for the same cost, which should be amazing. And instead, it's like, oh wait, I'm gonna have to choose the other version. And like, granted, that's one of the trade-offs of Dice Masters, but uh, still a little bit of a surprise for the the seasoned fan who could spot a good card.
0: Well, Jimmy, I've got to tell you, mate, I've got bitter feelings towards your guys about the three crossed streaks on it being. <laughs> I'm, only a, one, but we're, I'm, I'm a fan of making
2: people thing. unhappy. <laughs> <laughs>
0: oh uh, let's just not I'm not going to go into it I'm okay, not going to go fine. into it it'd, it'd be rude to start laying into you about streets <laughs> however
1: I must dark, say be- dark Empathy that was on your team for Nationals
2: wasn't it you'd love that mate girl.
0: absolutely yeah I love Dark Empathy I comboed Rook Jimmy with The Collector
2: yeah that's really good <laughs>
0: So just locking down my opponent on their turn by collecting in the sh- dark empathy and just blanking the game text and then collecting in uh, whatever I wanted, really, on my turn to, to get that damage yeah. through.
2: It's right. But so it's it's funny that you you say it that way, right? You're like, oh, well, I use this other one because of this other card that I'm using. And I think there's some people who they they reach a level of being good, but like not a level of like high mastery with the game and their interpretation shifts from like, oh, what we say in the rule book is right of you want to pick the different version for whatever your style or your team is to never mind there's actually one that's definitively the best and then like once you actually level up like all the way now you're back in that mode of wait no it does matter which one that i pick uh depending on my situation and so i think that's cool as far as going in and out of the the, the learning experience
0: there you go andy
1: jimmy thinks i'm cool yep i think getting a load of dum-dums and a grod out to see it go <laughs> flipping blanks just before my attack step was anything but cool
0: <laughs> not from my perspective bro <laughs> not from my perspective so Jimmy uh, just to uh, get back on track <laughs> from that little tangent oh, uh, nice. I'm, a, I'm I'm a massive comic book nerd. Regular listeners have heard me go on all sorts of comic book lore tangents and things. Uh, and I'm super excited about Justice particularly because I'm a huge DC fan. And and also, I used to read a lot of the Rob Leefield X-Men back in the 90s when I was a teenager. Uh, what can you tell us about those upcoming products?
2: So, if you look at what happened with Avengers Infinity, and if you look at what happened, what's about to happen with Warhammer, there's not a lot of flexibility as far as the team building is concerned that basically you have two you know teams of eight characters that you can kind of smash against each other and you can trade heroes and villains between the teams or imperium and chaos between the teams if you're okay with that but these upcoming team boxes or campaign boxes have bigger selection of characters and fewer dice on some people Mm -hmm. and so you get a lot more flexibility you can say well i want this version of the justice league against this version of the legion of doom and if you just want to switch it up for the sake of switching it up you can do that if you kind of realize like hey i didn't get to access my bizarro die that much maybe i swap him out for black manta like that's something you can do the optionality is just a lot deeper and the lens itself, I think you, you probably have about the same amount of replay value, but the replay feels significantly different with these this wider selection of characters. And like not everyone's gonna have three cards. Some people are gonna have two. But like hey, how different is is one seven cost bizarro versus one six cost bizarro versus a second copy of one of those? And so it kind of flexes the strength of the format versus just doing something Similar to turtles, which is kind of the inspiration for the product in a lot of ways.
0: That sounds really exciting, actually. But all I heard there was right. So we've got a Bizarro, a Black Manta, (laughs) the Legion (laughs) of Doom (laughs) humiliation. One of the Bizarros is Semikoz. I (laughs) I
2: I don't think I'm telling you anything that the uh, the product page didn't reveal already. But yeah, go go with that as as a spoiler, I guess. You know.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Ah, boo! Them dice coalition. bunch no that sounds really interesting that does sound really interesting can you speak to the dice counts in the box
2: um i definitely possess that information somewhere but i do not have it in front of me it's going to be it's going to be the same situation that if you buy two you end up with the max dice for everybody but again in most cases it's not that you Desperately need, you know, four dice of most of these characters for a competitive team. I understand, like, there's the completionists out there that, like, no, they gotta have it because they gotta have it. But, you know, if you're getting one copy of someone's die, they're gonna be max two. If you're getting three copies of someone's die, they're not gonna be max seven or something. You know, they're everything's kind of in that same format of two boxes get you the most dice you would ever ever need.
0: Excellent. Yeah. Thanks for answering that, Jimmy. Superb. Mm -hmm. And anything on the X Men, the Dark X Men, you can let us know about.
2: Um, so dark X-Men and uh, X-Force are both going to introduce some new mechanics. And I think one of the things that's cool about, and it, I think it's a little bit true of Justice, but I think it's very true of the X-Men stuff, is we're going to see spins on characters that we haven't seen before. You know, we've seen both aggressive and defensive versions of Wonder Woman, but we haven't really seen... Uh, Rogue functioning as a team leader on the tabletop, right? We've seen like Rogue as like the power drain, power copy person, mm. and so I think that's a cool switch up. Um, you know, there's a lot of different ways to show Wolverine as an aggressive guy, but we're going to see something brand new there. Characters we haven't seen before are going to be reminding you of beloved. characters designs that we've seen in other areas right so madeline Pryor has some of that dark mysticism stuff going on and so if she reminds you a little bit of some of the D &D designs that only makes sense and like that's part of what i think people enjoy about dice master so much i also think that if you if you take a look at characters who are like been sometimes leaders of the x-men like kitty pride you're gonna see team building cohesion leadership ideas on her that are really different from what you've seen on other like team-building leadership-type characters. But at the same time, you're just kind of like, oh, like this flavor makes sense. I'm so into it. And like I, when I read these cards for the first time, I my reaction was, I can't wait to play games with these. And, and, and it's not just a case of like, oh, I think I'm going to go pound somebody in the face with these cards. It's just like, oh, I know that I'm going to learn more about them by actually putting in the reps and getting to see kind of how... The bag flow works, how the um, fielding costs play out for real, and stuff like that. So it was uh, just a really great time to get to sit down and, and finally play with these cards for the first time.
0: That's super intriguing. That's juicy stuff. <laughs> I've got every curious cat sense going off right now about that stuff.
1: <laughs> yeah, Madeline just, Pryor. Mm. It's really exciting <laughs> just hearing about how he explained it more as a kind of playing out story. As opposed to just literally bashing each other in the face, but actually kind of creating—I know in Warhammer they use the, the phrase kind of creating a narrative. Actually, kind of sitting down with you know the Justice League or X Force, which would be exciting because I've got an X Force team which could do with some help.
2: But oh actually. yeah, no, um, the the X Force stuff is really cool. So I don't I don't want to give away the keyword or the mechanic or anything like that. But if you look at your average dice master's die. I think it's fair for you to think about it in terms of half the die is good and your character faces, and half the die is subpar. That math is going to change a lot, and it's not going to be anything like you've seen even in Warriors. That's what I. That's as far as I can go with that. Um, we might we might be able to preview a little bit more at packs. I think that might be the the, the right timetable. To keep your eyes open so that, that's what i'm going to say on that
0: all right wow okay uh we need to who, somebody out there we'll know will know be going to packs. you'll have to uh we'll, we'll get an inside man on that one that's, oh, that's so exciting jimmy thanks that's that's great i'm i'm very excited about the well both justice because i'm a dc fan as i said before but uh, yeah. the Xbox stuff sounds really juicy and intriguing for sure but anyway uh let's let's all, all that's just nonsense because there's let's get down to the to the real business
2: Sure. Because
0: not only have you come along to have a bit of a bit of an interview-style chat with us today, but you're here to lay down a score on the Ministry of Dice's the bar contest, Jimmy.
2: Okay, I'm going to do my best.
0: Oh, I'm sure your best will be extraordinary. um So we have a little bit of a theme tune. I'm going to drop that in here now in the edit. Excellent. And I'm going to hand over to my man, Andy, to get us
1: set up for the quiz. Okie doke. So, uh, the Ministry's Dice the Bar, so you'll have two minutes of quick-fire questions. If you give me the correct answer, uh, I will say correct. If you give me the wrong answer, I will give you the correct answer. If you want to play a bit tactical, save a bit of time, you can pass, and I'll move straight on to the next question. Your specialist subject that you gave us is on global abilities... Uh, so uh-huh. I've taken that and got the questions ready so if chris is ready with his bit of paper and his timer yes i have a pencil
0: i have an old envelope and i have my mobile phone ready to run the time jimmy i'll give you a shout at one minute 30 seconds and 10 seconds okay so i'll just good. i'll just i'll just yell out randomly so if uh andy are you ready i am ready jimmy are you ready
2: i think so
1: okay then gents your two minutes start now Okay. Anger Issues Global. Pay what to give character dies plus one attack?
2: Uh, It's pay a fist.
1: Correct. Uh, ASM Agent Venom Global. Pay fist to give target character die what?
2: Uh, Plus one defense.
1: Correct. Uncommon Batgirl protecting innocents from the green arrow and flash set stops your opponent from targeting what with global abilities? Uh,
2: Your... Batgirl character dice.
1: Oh, close. It's your mask characters. Um, oh, okay. UXM cable, pay what to deal one damage to target enemy character and make two it bots. block that turn? Oh, correct. Okay, so when Carnage, unfinished business, is in your field, what does your opponent have to do to use a global ability in your turn?
2: Uh, pay two life.
1: Oh, it's close as pay two extra energy. Uh, oh, okay. in the green arrow and flash set, which One character has the mask energy fixing global.
2: Oh, oh. it's not Merlin, it's not Grad, it's Clayface.
1: Correct. Uh Dick Grayson from World's Finest Global, pay mask, character die gains what?
2: Uh Batman affiliation?
1: Correct. We all love abbreviations. Professor X Global is known as PXG. Blue Eyes Global is also known as Butte. Uh, what is the commonly used abbreviation for Heimdall's
2: Global? H- HXG. Correct.
1: Yes. Uh, Heller's Global has a hell of a cost. What is the cost of Heller's Global? Six. Correct. Iron Man Tinhead from the Age of Ultron, Pay Bolt, Target, Carous Die, Gains, What to the End of Turn? Uh, villain. Correct. Uh, what is from the mighty four set, What action has the mask energy fixing global?
2: Uh, Billy club.
1: Correct. Uh, Avx magneto global pay mask to reroll what type of die? Villain. Correct. Uh, Time. Blank motorcycle vroom from Deadpool. Pay fist remove target blank character die from the attack zone.
2: Oh, I don't, I don't know that one.
1: Uh, it's blocked.
2: Oh. Okay. Cool. Yeah, that sounds like that was time. Is that
1: time, dude? Yeah, that was yes. Time. Yeah. Yeah. Okay.
2: So, wow. Okay. That's good. Uh, okay. So I actually have some global ability questions for you guys. I I wasn't sure what the format was going to be like, and so I had to try and keep things uh, not impossibly hard, they're multiple choice <laughs> questions.
0: Okay. Really? Okay. <laughs> what? Okay. okay.
2: So uh, I've got I've got. I guess two, two multiple-choice questions and then one one open-ended question. Okay? Right, okay. Uh, so e- either one of you who thinks you know the answer, you can chime in. If the one to come in second wants to agree or propose their own, that's fine.
0: Um, on on our own podcast. Okay, uh,
2: so... Well,
0: we're getting, we love a good quiz. Bring, bring it on.
2: <laughs> okay. So I'm going to name uh, four team affiliations, and you're going to tell me which team affiliation has no character dice with global abilities on them. Okay. Okay. Uh, so we've got Stark Industries. Right. We've, we've got Green Lanterns. We've got Shield. And we've got JSA.
0: I'm just racking through. My, have you got any ideas, Andy? I'm pretty certain Stark Stark has got a global.
1: Yeah, I'm pretty sure um, Justice League. Is it Justice League? Oh, Jake.
0: Justice
1: Society. Of oh.
0: Not that many Justice Society cards. Yet.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> uh, who's in Justice Society? So it was Black Canary, Jay, Garrick, uh, is one. Jay Garrett. Jay Garrick, yeah. That's my own image. It was, uh, it was one of the. It was Star JSA. Uh, yeah, I'm going to say JSA. I think Agent Shield have got a global as well. I feel like, yeah, I'm going JSA. Yeah, I will agree with
2: that. Okay, that's correct. Yep, JSA is correct. Yes. Okay. In, okay, so Hela is the most expensive global ability. So this, this is going to be the open end one here. So Hela is the most expensive global ability at six. Right now. Once we jump down from six, the next most expensive global abilities would only cost you two energy, but one of them costs you two different energy. What global ability is that?
1: Oh, uh, uh,
0: Star Labs. Uh, yeah, Star Labs. Star Labs
2: oh, yep, Star Labs right. is correct. Good. Yeah. Okay. Boom. Okay, so I'm going to name three different team affiliations. I'd like you guys to tell me which one has the most global abilities across all of their character cards. So if if there's two versions with uh that's gonna count twice. Okay? Right. okay. Okay. So we've got Justice League, yeah. Legion of Doom okay. and X Men.
1: Which one's got the most?
2: The most global abilities.
1: X Men's got P X G, so it should automatically win.
0: <laughs> oh, just momentary, patently Chris tangent. I was super impressed that you got the HXG question. <laughs> um, right, let me have a think about this. I'm just trying to picture cards in my head. What were the three again? Sorry, Jimmy.
2: Uh, Justice League, Legion of Doom, and X Men. I think it's X
0: Men. Oh. There are. I think just Justice League. have got a few though. I'm, oh no, maybe they haven't. Uh,
1: they have. Batman, I think.
0: No, so I don't think Batman did. I think it was the War Light Batman that had the global on it, not the, and he was a yellow lantern. And then the other later Batmans with Bat family weren't. Uh, so let's, what did you think it was, Andy? I think it's X Men. Yeah, let's go with Andy with X Men.
2: X Men is right. The, that's the, the Batman thing is exactly why it was seemed like a tricky question. Has, there's, there's so many Batman, but only only one version of him is actually a Justice League guy with a global. Yeah, for so sure. That's that's good. Okay, so then the the impossible to answer question, oh. right, is going to be once we release the Justice box set, <laughs> uh, is that is that still true?
0: Whoa. well, so so Legion the Doom and Justice League. I'm going to make an assumptive leap here to say that those are going to be two prominent affiliations in the Justice box set.
2: You'd be right to say that.
0: Yeah. Oh, I, I I'm going to have a guess. I'm going to take a guess. I'm going to say Legion of Doom. I don't think that was that the question.
2: So, yeah. So the question is, do either of these two affiliations pass out in front of X-Men after release Justice box set?
0: Uh, oh, yeah. So go on. Yes. Yeah, they will. Yeah.
2: Okay, they, they actually don't. X-Men actually just has a ton of global abilities across all <laughs> the different cards. Um, you, so you've got Professor X, you've got Iceman, you've got Kitty Pride Global, which okay. I almost forgot about. Storm, all three versions of AVX Phoenix have the, the Taunt Global, Cable, and Uncanny has his Ping Global. So yeah, there's there's a lot going on there. But so I'm gonna read you guys these global abilities and not tell you what oh. cards they go to.
1: <laughs> no, you can't. No. <laughs> oh no. Cool. Wait, would, oh, you rather,
2: would you rather know who had the globals but not know what they were?
1: No, I'd rather know what the globals
2: <laughs> are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. That's like the snap the snap answer, right? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so we got somebody here. So Pam global Pam mask once per turn. You may take a die from your used pile and add it to your reserve pool on any energy face.
1: That's cool. Holy moly. Like, is that a bit like ring, isn't it? Old ring.
2: But I think ring can only grab sidekick dice. This can, this can grab any of your dice Ooh. and put, put it in as energy.
1: Wow. <gasps>
2: That's not. Nice. Pretty I wild. Decide on a character. Any, any energy face. <laughs> so it's. Uh, if, you, if you've got some tricks to re-roll it or something, I mean that's that's on you. But uh, that's that's combo intensive. I mean, parallax and, and golden, mm. right? But it's also it's living on globals, right? So your opponent can just do it to you anyway. Okay. So we got this, this next global: pay a shield, switch a character dies, attack and defense until end of turn. It's a classic, classic, right? But it's, it's uh, any characters. It's not just yours. Oh, oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. So it's it's a little it's a little upgraded. Okay. Uh, We've got a global, pay two masks. Target character die can block an additional character die this turn.
0: Uh, Oh, nice. Two masks.
2: Yep, two masks. I've got a brand new, I think this is brand new, global here. So pay a fist once per turn on your turn, spin target character die up one level. So I I don't think it's as good as the Giganta one that we've seen, but it is... You know, if you only want to spend fists to do something so your opponent's locked out or whatever, it might be a, a good alternative.
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah Fist-centric
2: yes. teams. Um, and, and I think this is the wildest one, so I've saved it for last. Uh, so, pay two masks. Once on your turn, you may remove a die on any card from the game. You may not remove the last die on the card.
0: For good. Wait. What? Say that again? <laughs>
2: So you're gonna pay two masks and once on your turn, you may remove a die on any card from the game. You may not remove the last die on the card. Oh my word. Yeah, it's it's weird.
1: Oh, I'm just trying to think that one through. That's some shenanigans, isn't it?
0: So the dice would go back in the cleanup, wouldn't it?
1: No, hasn't it been removed from the game?
2: No, no, it's just it's just gone gone.
0: But it's a global, so your opponent can do it too. So your
2: opponent can do it too. Yeah. But they can't no one can take your last copy of something. And so if you only have one of something on your team, it's just safe. But yeah, it's
0: Oh, can you imagine a global escalation team with multiple man swarm going off with that bad boy?
2: Yeah, it's, it could be it could be wild. But like I don't know, a lot of a lot of teams can function off of one copy or two copies of their very best dice. So it's it's a tough race. I'm so I'm I'm already and get get in there.
0: Does um, Black Adam put both players' dice back on the card when they're KO'd, or just your opponents? Well, you can. You can oh, hear I... the cogs turning in his head. He's already trying to work
2: out. The <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'd I'd, ha- I'd have to look at that version of Black Adam.
0: <laughs> I've already, yeah, I've already got. Uh, there's, a, a, I've just gone straight into janky combo mode there with those. That last one's really intriguing, Jimmy. Wow! <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, right Thank you so very much, man. That's that's super exciting. Right, I'm gonna. <laughs> promo in the My
2: living I, it gives uh people a little something in particular to look forward to at PAX I hope right finding out what these characters are
0: yeah yeah absolutely I can't wow uh Jimmy do you want to know your score how well you did in the uh, so I, how,
2: yeah how many questions were there like I, I can't I didn't get to all of them right because there have to be some left over
1: yeah there are um I always kind of panic that I haven't done enough but we did do but um so the score. What
0: what? Yeah, there there were 13 questions asked in total. Right. Okay. And Jimmy answered 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10.
2: Thank you. Okay. Yeah. Pretty good. good.
0: (laughs) Yeah. 10's a solid score. It's a solid score, Jimmy. That'll put you floating in and around the top five ish, if I remember correctly.
2: I'll take it.
0: yeah wow wow uh jimmy thank you so very much for those those cheeky little spoiler globals that's super exciting stuff and i know that'll get the listeners talking uh mm-hmm. thank you for competing in the bar as well man my uh, pleasure love having people on and giving us a bit of conversation before uh, around the
1: upcoming product there always welcome think, back
2: yeah absolutely i i appreciate it maybe, maybe next time i actually like have big news or something right maybe we can work something out
0: Well, we'd love that. We'd absolutely love that. In the meantime, though, folks, that's a thank you from the Ministry of Dice to Jimmy for coming along. Let's get some chatter going on the Facebook page around those globals that he's given us a sneaky peek at and a few of the names he dropped, the card titles he dropped in there, although I think we've probably figured those out from the dice images. And we'll move on to the next segment. Thanks, Jimmy. That was great. My pleasure. Hey, Andy. Yes, mate. Have you noticed what the date is? What is the
2: date? It's
0: the 29th. Yeah, 29th of October. You know what's happening in two days' time, don't you? Halloween! Halloween, the All Hallows' Eve! Oh, that's scary? Uh, Was that scary? Well, I did try. You know, it's Halloween. But, you know, on the subject of scary, do you know what? It's it's been scary long since we've done one of our patented Ministry of Ice top ten countdowns. (laughs) Let's do one now. Let's do one now, then, shall we? Let's get into it. you call a wizard who lies on the floor Andy I don't know Matt at number 10 it's master spellcaster our entry at number nine's favorite dance is the fang dango it's unliving vampire our eighth entry is the calmest of the bunch I mean seriously man nothing gets under this guy's skin it's skeletal warrior our seventh pick is almost as scary as a trip to my mother-in-law's and definitely as ugly it's the terrifying lich Speaking of the mother-in-law, at our sixth position we have Witch Woman. No one is more dedicated than our card at number five. It's the best of all zombies, Paragon Undead. Coming in at number four, if you need to know how to stay safe this Halloween, this lady will provide a demonstration. It's Angela, hunter of demons. What's that in the cupboard? What's that under the stairs? What's that under the bed? Why, it's our third entrant. Some manner of monster. At number two, we have a title with a distinctly 50s pulpy science fiction movie vibe. It's the monster from Planet X! And finally, in the top spot, you're all sweaty and awake in the middle of the night, and it's not for the good reason. Our pick of the pops for the MOD Halloween Top 10 is Night Terrors!
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, folks, what a belter an episode! <laughs> I know no longer is it hashtag Get Jimmy and Justin on the M- MOD it's now nope. hashtag get justin on the mod <laughs>
1: one down
0: yeah one down go. one to go absolutely our thanks our sincere thanks to jimmy for coming along and getting involved uh also for uh, answering a few questions about the game and giving us a few little cheeky tidbits some juicy tidbits oh, some globals yeah that that uh, double mass global that's that's um That's a curious one. That really got my wheels a turn in thinking about that, but also uh, dropping some hints as to what what characters we're gonna see and giving us a bit of a flavour as how they've kind of come to create the box and what kind of I like the way he was talking about that sort of the narrative, how the cards sort of play around the narrative of the character. So thanks Jimmy, really grateful that you came along and we you we'd love to have you back. Come on any time. Absolutely. Absolutely. if you're in the UK, tenth of November, get yourself to the Ministry of Dice Presents event at Gaming vs. Cancer to win yourself some exclusive swag and to get a good hard days play in on dice masters if you're in salem
1: do some call outs for any um any of the 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 groups around the country
0: nah just you know if you're in the uk get your ass down there see you then see you then we'll be back in two weeks in the meantime i've been chris otherwise known as Louis tully and
1: i've been andy aka sticky bandit (laughs) (laughs)
0: see you in two weeks folks bye Otherwise though, is that alright? Yeah no, very good.
1: Sorry I didn't laugh more.
0: Yeah, you should have been these jokes are fing hilarious. They're not dad jokes <laughs> at all. You should have been <laughs> you should have been rolling around. <clears throat> <laughs>